Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic is Turkey and Turkish cuisine. We have done all the research. All you need to do is sit back and learn. I have 100 interesting things about Turkey and Turkish cuisine. So let's get started. Uh, Islam had a great impact on how food was prepared and consumed. The Arabs, through trade, brought a lot of the spices that now form the basis of Turkish cuisine. Pastoral Turks depended on meat, yogurt, and cheese as their staple foods. Turkish regional foods are influenced by religion. Uh, cuisine. Here is a very important uh, thing I want everyone to know about Turkish cuisine. The cuisine is organized by seven different categories. They are vegetables, grains, meats, desserts, maize, beverages, and fish and seafood. Uh, the basis of all Turkish cuisine are in those seven categories. The modern meals feature vegetables, wheat, and rice as a foundation. Uh, eggplant is the most used vegetable around the country, and zucchini is the second most used. Uh, the Turks have a high t the highest tea consumption in the, in the world. So I think the most interesting fact on that page is that the Turks have the highest tea consumption in the entire world. So the rate of tea consumption in Turkey is the highest in the entire world. Uh, Turkish people are very patriotic. You rarely hear them say bad things about their country. Uh, the Turkish people place huge emphasis on their flag, and it is flown everywhere. It is common to kiss elderly people on the hand as a sign of respect. Uh, their public buildings have an, a black arrow placed on the ceiling, and that black arrow shows the direction of Mecca, which is considered the holiest place on earth. Equality of men and women has been taken very seriously, and they have had institutions to uphold women's rights since 1750. Uh, once again, I do all the research for you guys. Uh, we take a different cuisine from around the world. Uh, and we give you a uh, hundred things. The facts that I try to give you are I find are facts that I think uh, you would be interested in. Uh, keep in mind, we make sure we promised our audience that none of our shows are going to go longer than forty minutes. So every show we do is a quick learning lesson about a different part of the world and their cuisine. So none of our shows will go beyond 40 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes. Anatolia region is regarded as the breadbasket of the world. Turkish cuisine is described as highly seasonal. So basically they use a lot of seasonal fruits and vegetables. Uh, Turkish cuisine is inherently healthy and features lots of meats, vegetables, and fruits. Lamb meat is most commonly used uh, the most commonly used meat in Turkey is lamb meat. It is not beef. Salop and boza, and I know I'm mispronouncing stuff. Dining on a dime at yahoo.com. Just send me an email. I know I'm mispronouncing. 
but salop and boza are most common winter drinks. Here's what I found interesting. I'm already going to give you the interesting fact from this uh, this page. Sauces and seasonings are used to prepare most of their meals, but what they do is they make it they use it lightly. So when you have sauces and seasonings in Turkish meals, they are brought about lightly uh, so that they don't dominate the meals. I've had plenty of meals where they put such heavy sauce uh, that it kind of dominates the meal. And in Turkey, they they use the sauces and seasonings, but they make sure that it does not dominate the uh, the dish. The eastern region is known for livestock. Uh, livestock farming, and they use herbs in meal prep. Marmara region, where Istanbul is located, is considered the heartbeat and the culinary epicenter of Turkey. So if you're a foodie and you're planning a foodie trip, uh, Turkey would be a great spot. Uh, In Istanbul, it's considered... Uh, the culinary epicenter of Turkey. So if you're planning to go to Turkey, you're a foodie, you might want to go to Istanbul. Southeastern Turkey is quite hot, and you're more likely to find spicier foods there. So if you're planning a trip, if you're going on business, and you're in the southeastern section of Turkey, uh, a lot of culinary dishes are quite hot and uh, the uh, uh, quite spicy, and the region is pretty hot. First man-made Christian church was discovered in Turkey. St. Paul the Apostle was born in Turkey. The Antalya Museum has more than 5,000 art exhibits and is considered one of the best art exhibits in the entire world. And they're not talking just the country. They're talking the entire world. Uh, carpets. Now, this is what I found interesting. I think there's uh, stories about this. But carpets are very important in their culture and are seen as religious symbols. And they use carpets in their mosques. Turkish food is famous for kebabs and seafood. There is a dessert. All right, here's, here's an interesting fact from this page. Uh, there is a dessert in Turkey. That is made out of chicken. That's right. You heard it. Uh, they have a dessert in Turkey, in Turkish cuisine, that is actually made out of chicken. And I would love to try that because I, I, I think that is interesting. Uh, what they do is there's a lot of street vendors in Turkey. So when you go to visit Turkey or if you're going on business... Uh, the street vendors will perform as circus clowns to attract customers. So they don't just sell ice cream on the street. Uh, the vendors sometimes dress up as circus clowns. And the purpose of that is to draw attention and to attract customers. Uh, soup is very essential in Turkish cuisine, and they have it before just about every meal. The most famous coffee in Europe is made in Turkey. So the most famous coffee that you go to Europe and have is actually made in Turkey. Uh, There are more than 10 UNESCO World Heritage uh, places in Turkey. All right. So one of the most interesting things, obviously, in that list was that they have the 
ice cream vendors on the street actually dress up as circus clowns just to attract people. Uh, this these next set of facts are more mainly for the country of Turkey, uh, but I'm still going to give them. Troy from the Trojan Wars is located in western Turkey. The oldest recognized human settlement was in central Turkey. Here is the fact of the day. I want everyone to pause their uh, podcast players. I want you all to listen to this fact. Sit down because it's going to shock you. St. Nicholas, who is known as Santa Claus, is said to have been born in Turkey. So Santa Claus. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's coming from Turkey. (laughs) The first signs of writing were found in Turkey in 1950 B.C. So the first signs of anybody writing anything was found in Turkey in 1950 B.C. The oldest shipwreck was found in Turkey. The most precious silk carpet is stored in a museum in Turkey. Now, just so you guys know, the research I did actually names the cities where these are located. I can't pronounce them. So we're just going to say Turkey. (laughs) The first ever coins were discovered in Turkey during the 7th century B.C. Istanbul was formerly known as Constantinople and was the capital of the Roman Empire. Uh, The first ever university known to man is located in Turkey. Now, let me repeat that because that was kind of interesting. The first ever university known to man is located in Turkey. Uh, Istanbul was the capital of three empires for 2,000 years. So over the last 2,000 years, Istanbul Istanbul, was the capital uh, of three different uh, three different empires. The western region of Turkey relies a lot on seafood and has a high production of olive oil. The heartland common dishes include helva desserts and vegetable dishes. Black Sea Coast has lots of corn and hazelnuts, and tea and hamzi are prevalent. Turks have three meals per day, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We just did a fantastic episode. Uh, last week, if you go to any of your favorite podcast players, we're everywhere, uh, learn about world cuisine. You will find out that the, uh, the subject we talked about, the country we talked about last week, does not have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, they just eat whatever uh, is, you know, whatever time of day, they just eat whatever. There is no sections for meals. Uh, but the Turks actually have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm going to make you go to the podcast platform and listen to last week's show. It did very well. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what country I talked about. Just go to uh, Turkey, listen to this episode, then listen to the one prior. Baklava is a very popular Turkish food. Uh, Tur- Turkish people generally prefer to eat at home. Now, I want to just chat about this for a minute. A lot of countries that we have talked about on this show 
are known for going out to eat. Uh, if you go to our archives, any of your favorite podcast players or podcast platforms, go to our archives. This is our 31st country that we have uh, researched and told you about. Most of those 31 countries uh, actually go out to eat, and a lot of our information that we give you are about the restaurants that they go to and the type and what it's like. Uh, Turkey actually prefers to eat at home, most of the people. So when you go to Turkey... Uh, it's actually more common to eat at home than it is to eat uh, eat out. Uh, they are the largest producer of hazelnuts, and evidently, uh, based upon the research that we have done, uh, hazelnuts are a huge deal in Turkey. It is home to more than 82,000 mosques. Uh, let's, let's focus on that for a minute. Um, hazelnuts are a very big deal in Turkey. I thought that was interesting. And also the carpet being, uh, a very big deal in Turkey is also a big deal. I thought they were two interesting things we talked about on that page. The first ever church solely dedicated to the mother Mary was found in Turkey. Uh, the famous Gordian Knot, untangled by Alexander the Great, uh, was located in Ankara. I'm going to say Ankara, but that is a uh, capital. There, that's in Turkey. Bargaining is a big part of Turkish culture, and it's mostly seen on Istanbul streets. So basically, if you have a street vendor, it is very common to negotiate. So if the street vendor is selling a, a, a lamb kebab, uh, it is very common for them to negotiate. Uh, according to the Bible, Noah's Ark is said to have landed in eastern Turkey. So we just had one of the apostles, I think, we said was born in Turkey, and now Noah's Ark is said to have landed in eastern Turkey. Istanbul is the only city that is... Here is the fact of the day, and I think you guys are all going to rejoice when I tell you this fact, uh, because I found this fact very, very interesting. Istanbul is the only city that is part of two continents, Asia and Europe. So Istanbul is a part of two continents, Asia and Europe. So you, uh, you can be in Istanbul, and you can be in Asia, and you can be in Europe. I believe the ratio, and we're going to talk about this. Here it is right here. 3% of Istanbul is located in Europe, and 97% of Istanbul is located in Asia. So you can be in Asia and Europe at the same time in Istanbul. Uh, Istanbul is the only city. Uh, they give blue flags given to the cleanest and best beaches in Europe. So if you have a very clean and you're one of the best beaches in Europe, you're giving a you're given a blue flag and a lot of Turkish beaches have blue flags. Istanbul is their largest city, but Ankara, which which is what we just discussed, is their capital. So even though Istanbul is the biggest city and the largest city, uh Ankara or Ankara is the capital of Turkey. 
And we just mentioned that Alexander the Great uh, untangled the famous Gordian knot uh, is in Ankara. So let's go Turkey. That <laughs> Here's a funny fact. The turkey that we have at Thanksgiving that a lot of people have was actually named after the country. And a lot of people ask that. They're like, is turkey that we eat at Thanksgiving named after the country? What was it named? It is actually named after the country of Turkey. So the turkey that you have every year for Thanksgiving was named after the country, Turkey. The world's oldest known ceramics were in Turkey. Jelly beans are derived from a Turkish candy. So jelly beans were inspired by a Turkish candy. It is the sixth most popular tourist destination in the entire world. More journalists are imprisoned in Turkey than any other country. I don't know why that's in there. I told you guys we're not a political show. I don't know why the writer of this show included that. Uh, we are a show for fun. We're trying to teach you something. Uh, the facts that we research are actually meant to blow your mind. So this show, we look up 100 facts. Uh, our facts are meant to kind of, you know, get you thinking, wow, that's pretty interesting. And this show was created. I was inspired to create this show uh, because I worked at a hotel. And I would work overnight at the hotel, and I would often, people that couldn't sleep would come down to the lobby, and they would tell me stories. And I heard a story about a woman who was visiting Europe. And she said, you know how they have those uh, peanuts on the tables? You know, when you go into a bar, they have peanuts on the tables. She said she grabbed two handfuls of peanuts and she saw that they charged her for each handful of peanuts. And that, is, that story specifically inspired me to create this show. And that is the purpose of our show, is to teach you different things. I thought it was fascinating that she was at a bar and she just grabbed two handfuls of peanuts and then saw on her bill uh, that they charged her per handful of peanuts. And that just inspired me to create this show. And that is the purpose of our facts. We're looking to give you facts about different countries that might make you say, wow, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Also, we had a guest to the hotel who told me that in other countries, the hot dog is actually served separate. So you'll get one serving of meat, and then they'll give you the bun, and you have to actually put the hot dog on your own bun. And I just thought, you know, stuff like that. I was like, wow, we could create a show about this. And that is why this show was created. I'm so proud to announce that this show has gone from nobody listening <laughs> uh, to very significant listeners. We want to thank our listeners in India uh, for supporting the show. India is by far our most listened to country. Uh, India has taken a shine to our show, and our show is now a very, very popular show. So we want to thank them. Uh, Turkey has been producing wine since 4000 B.C. About one quarter of roses grown in the world are come from Turkey. 
They are the world's fourth largest producer of tomatoes. They have had more than 25 major earthquakes. Uh, here's something that somebody wrote as a tourist uh, from traveling in Turkey. I do not know if this is correct, but they said that they were taken aback. Uh, that there are, you know, how in other countries, uh, whatever country you're listening in uh, to right now, I'm sure you guys have some sort of safety precautions. Uh, you know, you ride a moped, you have a helmet, etc. cetera. Uh, according to this traveler uh, from the research we have done, she said she was taken aback by how little safety precautions were taking. Uh, by the citizens during her trip, and she saw many people driving with their children on their laps. And she thought she was taken aback. She said that she found that very uh, unsettling. They're a very emotional culture. You can often see them cry in sports for both wins and losses. A lot of people are superstitious. Uh, they don't usually smile at strangers. So basically, if you're traveling to Turkey, or if you dream to, uh, they it's not common for the citizens to smile at someone they do not know. Now, keep in mind, that is just the opinions of some of the travelers to Turkey. Uh, this show likes to give you all aspects uh, of the country. And so we do take into consideration sometimes what other travelers have noticed. And that was just a little bit. We only do about five, about five of the hundred facts are from, uh, you know, observations of other travelers. Uh, Here is the fact of the day. 97% of the population in Turkey uses Facebook. I believe they are in the top seven of the world. So think about that. I mean, think about how big 97% is. If you were to put 10 people in the room, in a room, almost all 10 would be Facebook users, which I thought was interesting. Uh, they eat more than three times the body weight in bread annually. A few hundred years ago, Turkish women could legally divorce their husbands if they did not provide enough coffee. Now, this is, this is a couple centuries ago, but it is interesting to know that at one time, uh, Turkish women could actually legally divorce their husbands if they did not provide enough coffee. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of uh, people out there that wish that law was still in existence. <laughs> uh, the Turkish alphabet is Latin-based and not Arabic. So the Turkish alphabet is actually based on Latin and not Arabic. Arabic. Uh, gray wolf is their national animal. Uh, Turkey has one of the world's oldest and biggest malls. This shocked me. Uh, you know, uh, when you think about Turkey, you, I, I don't automatically think about malls, but Turkey has one of the world's oldest and biggest malls. So if you, you know, if you're looking, uh, to go shopping and to eat well, uh, you might want to look at Turkey oldest and biggest mall 
One of the world's oldest and biggest malls is located in Turkey. Istanbul has one of Europe's biggest art scenes. So if you're an art lover, we used to have a co-host on the show, Peter DeFeo. Uh, he has moved on to other things, but he uh, was a big art. He was an artist, and uh, turns out Turkey has one of Europe's biggest art scenes. Oil wrestling is the national sport, which I thought was interesting. So basically, they oil themselves up and they wrestle. That is actually a big deal in Turkey. Uh, the film industry is currently booming in Turkey. Uh, the official name of Turkey, which I've never heard anybody say, is actually the Republic of Turkey. And I've seen Turkey mentioned on the news several times. And I don't remember any of the newscasters calling it the official name, which is the Republic of Turkey. It has the first Christian church that was ever built by man. Uh, Istanbul Tunnel is the second oldest underground railway system in the world. Uh, the tulip flower, tulip flower was originally discovered in Turkey. Uh, business in Turkey is usually done at restaurants. We just told you their people as a whole like to kind of eat at home, uh, according to observations people have made and, and stuff like that. But their business dealings are done usually at restaurants. Uh, the official language, obviously, is Turkish. Uh, population of Turkey. We have a guy uh, who lives in Europe who actually thanked us because every week we give you the population of the country. He just thinks that's interesting. Uh, the population of Turkey is about 81 million people. So if you think about what's the U.S., I think 300-plus million. Uh, Turkey's population is around 81 million. Their primary religions are Islam and Christianity. Uh, the life expectancy in Turkey is 75.3 years. Uh, the climate is very hot, but they have wet winters. The government is a parliamentary republic. Their national colors are red and white. Here's what I found very interesting. I thought this was int very interesting. Uh, it is said that half of the population of Turkey is under the uh, 30 years old. So I found that, uh, that kind of surprised me. So think about this. You put. I, I always go back to the 10 people in the room to make it the easiest. Uh, the easiest way to know percentages. Uh, I break it down. Ten people in the room. Five would be under the age of 30. I thought that was interesting. Uh, what I love about Turkey is that the country is self-sufficient. Uh, so they don't need to import food. They pretty much have everything at their leisure. So there's very little uh, food importations. Uh, let's talk about Turkey and, and sum this episode up. A couple of the highlights for me. Now, I just put my notes uh, down, so I'm not even looking at the notes. But what I remember from this episode is that 97% of the entire population of Turkey uses Facebook. And that tells me that they like to stay in touch with friends and family. 
if you go there, that tells me that they're pretty much savvy. You know, they're pretty much modern, modernized. Uh you know, so that that's an interesting thing. I also found uh, that Istanbul, being uh, part the on the continent of Asia and part in the continent of Europe, I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, so those are the two things that stick out. Keep in mind that I do all the research for you. Every single week I take about five hours. And I research each and every country that we talk about. Uh, we take a different country each week. But once again, the inspiration for this show, and I'm so happy it's starting to become a huge success. Uh, the inspiration was that I was working at a hotel. And in the middle of the night, uh, because I worked overnight, I would have guests come down to the lobby and tell me some weird stories. Uh, about the countries they have visited around the world. Once again, that lady said she was in Europe. She sat at a bar, grabbed two handfuls of peanuts, and saw that they charged her per handful. The other guy told me, hey, I went to uh, I went to another country, and the hot dog that they gave me was served meat and buns separately. And those two stories especially, but I heard hundreds of stories, inspired me to create this show. So if you are just uh, one of our recent loyal listeners, uh, keep in mind that every show, we're trying to give you facts like that. Uh, we did have a complaint this week. Someone said that we focused a little bit too much on the country instead of the cuisine. Please note that a lot of times if you know information about the country, it is going to benefit you just as much as learning about the cuisine. So this this show actually uh, gives information about the country and the cuisine. Uh, the name is Learn About World Cuisine, but the country plays a major part in each episode. I want to thank everyone for their loyalty. Every show is getting a, a weekly average, and it's a good number every week. So I want to thank you. This show went from almost nobody just in October, and now we're a smash hit, and I want to thank everybody. Uh, each and every show we are producing over the last four weeks have hit a good number. Uh, that tells me that people like to learn. I, they like to learn about different things. Maybe I'm talking to you, and you're in France, and you're like, I'm never going to go to Turkey in my life. You can still enjoy this show because we give you interesting facts about every country around the world. And I actually gave up on this show back in October. And for some reason, for some reason, this show has taken off in just three months, and we have increased a couple hundred percent in listeners. So I can promise you this, each and every Friday, you will have a brand new episode on your podcast player, uh, on the favorite spot you get podcasts. So if you're listening to this today and it, say it's Monday, check back on Friday because we will have a brand new show, I promise you, each and every Friday. Uh, now that I have seen the success of the show, I am more motivated than ever to give you a new show every Friday. So I want you to check your uh, favorite podcast platform every Friday for a brand new show. Uh, don't forget about our other show, which is a, uh, a show called Dining on a Dime. 
Uh, Dining on a Dime is located everywhere that you find your favorite podcasts. Uh, Dining on a Dime focuses on your wallet. It's a food show that basically focuses on your wallet. I'll give you an example. The current show that we have put out uh, now, uh, we gave money-saving tips for DoorDash, Uber Eats, and those types of places. So each and every show that you listen to Dining on a Dime, we always focus on saving you money. So even though the shows uh, might you know, go a little bit to the left and or a little bit to the right as far as topics. Something in the show will teach you about uh, saving money. So I'll give you an example. We did a show about, you know, third-party deliveries, uh, DoorDash, Uber Eats, etc. We gave you tons of tips, but we made sure that we added money-saving tips to the show. Now, you might listen to the show, and 52 minutes are about food and food topics, and then... Eight minutes are about savings, but every show gives you some type of money-saving tips. And that's called Dining on a Dime. Keep in mind that both shows, Learn About World Cuisine and Dining on a Dime, are available every single place you can get podcasts. So if you're a podcast fan, download multiple shows. Go to our, you know, your favorite podcast platform. Download a few shows so you have them, and they're always accessible to you. Uh, Dining on a Dime, the number one on Facebook, and Learn World Cuisine on Facebook. Uh, I want to thank everyone. Once again, our last show did tremendous. Our last four shows have done tremendous. I want to thank you for your support. And until next week, every Friday, look at your podcast platform. We will pick a different country every single week. Uh, Email us, diningonadime at yahoo.com. You might be in another country. You might be listening to this in France, and you might be saying, wow, I would really love to learn about X country. Just send us an email. I'll cover the country. I'll do the research. Each show has about five hours of research put in, but I do not mind doing it because people are loving the content. So send us an email, diningonadimeyahoo.com, no matter where you live in the world. Tell us a country you want to hear about. And we will cover it. Uh, Thanks again. We will talk to you next and every Friday.